This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back with Marco Permunian, Italian attorney. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I am doing great, thank you. And in this episode, we're just going to jump straight in because as some of you may already know, there has been recently a major update to the IRE, the Registry of Italians Residing Abroad. Some of you may have heard what is the situation, and in this episode, we wanted to clarify because there, this major change could have some real impacts for many individuals who are Italian citizens residing abroad. So maybe Marco, just before we get into what the system is and what has changed and why it's different, can you just explain to us a little bit what the IDE is and just the general importance of this system? The IRA is the registry of Italian citizens residing abroad. So whoever is an Italian or becomes an Italian citizen, uh, for example, through a, an application for citizenship by descent, was supposed and is supposed to register with the IRA. Sometimes the registration is automatic for somebody who becomes an Italian citizen by descent through an Italian consulate, meaning that the consulate also registers the applicant uh, with the IRE uh, when the applicant becomes has become an Italian citizen. But otherwise, for whoever is residing in Italy and moves abroad, uh, the obligation uh, is to register, meaning to uh, proactively register yourself and your family and whoever is residing abroad in your family uh, with the system. Now, there are several benefits of being registered with the IDE, and we filmed an episode, a whole episode, a while ago, where, where we talked about the benefits of being registered with the IDE and how to register with the IDE. Uh, the main benefits are that if you are registered with the IDE, you will be able to access the consular services as opposed to somebody who is abroad temporarily, maybe who is not registered with the IRA and who is not able to access most of the services offered by the Italian consulate, but only the emergency services. So only if you're registered with the IRA and if you live abroad, you will be able to access all of the services offered by the Italian consulate. For example, you can apply for a new Italian passport, you can renew your passport, you can vote for the Italian elections through the consulate. You can uh, use the notary services offered by the Italian consulate. You can register your uh, vital records if you get married, for example, if you get divorced. Uh, you can register your children's birth certificates uh, prior to uh, them turning 18, and, and that would make them Italian citizens. So the benefits are really uh, several uh, for people who live abroad and who are registered with the IRE. And while until the end of last year, there was no really consequence for people who were who decided not to register, even if they were supposed to. Now, an Italian citizen who is not registered will risk a fine. Before we talk about that, let me explain briefly what the registration process involves. And like I said, there is a, an episode that we recorded uh, where we talked in detail about the registration process. So whoever is interested in understanding the exact procedure to register with the IRA can watch that episode. 
Now, the registration until a while ago was done uh, through the mail. So it was a complex process, meaning that you had to download all of the documentation from the website of the consulate, uh, uh, execute the documents, uh, and sign the documents, include all of the attachments for you and your family, such as proof of residency, your IDs, uh, and submit the documentation through the mail to the consulate. And then upon receipt of your application, the consulate would have sent it to the Italian municipality, either the one where you were residing before you moved to, to the US or abroad, or the municipality of birth of your Italian ancestor, if you got citizenship by descent while living abroad. But anyway, the, the consulate would have sent all of your documents and the IDA application to the municipality uh, for them to register with the registry that they hold together with the consulate. So in other words, every municipality in Italy holds a registry of the individuals who are residing in their municipality and a separate registry which is held jointly with the Italian consulates abroad where they register people who are living outside of Italy. Now, some time ago, the registration process changed and consulates progressively started to adopt a different system, a digital online system which facilitated the process, the registration process very much, meaning that now the registration is done mostly online so there is a web portal where you have to register yourself and there you can upload all of your documents ids forms and information about your family and the registration therefore does not require any mailings anymore and once you register you your information will be again communicated to the municipality uh, where you were living in italy or of birth of your ancestor for people who became Italian citizens by descent. Thank you, Marco, for all of this detailed explanation. And just something that I'm curious about. You mentioned that in the past there was no penalty for not being signed up to the IRA. It was just kind of something that if it didn't, if you weren't signed up, you weren't signed up, even though you were supposed to be. For those who might not necessarily be signed up to the IRA, what is it that they have to be concerned about at this moment in time? Do they face fines immediately? Are they in a position where they should be making sure that if they're planning on registering, that they should put money to the side to be able to cover these fines? What would you say is maybe a realistic standpoint of what potentially could be for someone in that situation who hasn't registered with the IRA? The new law that introduced the change uh, came into effect on January the 1st. And the new law establishes that there is now a fine equal to, you know, between 200 euros and 1,000 euros for each year in which you didn't register for a maximum of five years. So that's now the penalty for people who are not registered with the IDE. Of course, it is uh, recommended, highly recommended, that whoever is not registered right now and is already living abroad does register immediately. The law also indicates that there is a reduced fine for people who register within 90 days from when they moved abroad. So there's a much lower fine for people who decided to register within 90 days. And now whoever registered before December the 31st has nothing to worry about, even if 
the registration didn't happen simultaneously with the relocation. So even if somebody was living abroad uh, without being registered for five or 10 years and decided to register before January 31st of 2023, there is no fine for that person. However, the person who was not registered uh, as of January the 1st of 2024 may face fines, like I said, uh, of 200 up to 1,000 euros per year of uh, failure to register. What is unclear is whether the person who is uh, caught now could face fines for the previous years. And again, the law specifies that only the previous five years can be fined, so they cannot fine you for uh, the 10 years prior to when they catch you only for the previous five years. So if it's found that somebody is currently not registered with the AIDA and wasn't registered for years uh, prior to today, there is the risk that that person could be fined also for those years, again, up to a maximum of five years, even if the broader interpretation of the law uh, indicates that the person should be fined only retroactively until January the 1st, which is when the law came into effect. So it's more likely that people who are not registered now and either uh, it is found that they're not registered by the public administration or they uh, voluntarily register and the public administration does notice that they were not registered before, there is the risk that they will be fined uh, retroactively until January the 1st of 2024, but it's less likely that they will be uh, held responsible for the failure to register uh, prior to January 1st of 2024. Wow. Thank you, Marco, for going into all of that detail. And it is quite a complex topic. And I think maybe it might be helpful if we can give like a practical example of what somebody may face. Like, for example, say somebody is living in the United States. They got their Italian citizenship by descent in San Francisco, and they're moving from San Francisco to Munich, Germany. Uh, and they moved in 2023, in the middle of 2023, but it is now January of 2024, and they are only registering their residence in Germany now in 2024. Would that person potentially face that fine, or is this kind of in a limbo position where it's not quite that well-defined yet? That person would definitely uh, face fines. However, what is not clear if, is whether that fine could basically be applied also for the years uh, before January the 31st of 2023. And the answer is probably not. So probably that person uh, may be fined and it's very likely that they will be fined with the reduced fine probably because, you know, the person would have registered within 90 days from uh, January 1st of 2024, so one-tenth of the fine, and, and probably the fine would apply only retroactively to January 1st of 2024. But again, it's a gray area, so we, we will need to wait for additional clarifications from the government. And even if I think it's unlikely, they some people might find themselves in a situation where they could be fined also for the years preceding 2024. And of course, before we move forward, just a quick clarification that my answer was assuming that the person in question was never registered with the AIRE, not even when they became uh, Italian citizens by descent. Uh, there was a time when consulates, including the San Francisco consulate, they were 
basically granting citizenship and allowing people to have an Italian passport without actually completing the IDA registration. That's something that right now would not happen because they're much more strict. But in the past, it's possible that somebody would have become an Italian and also would have gotten an Italian passport without actually being registered with the IDA. Very interesting. Thank you so much for going into all that detail, Marco. And again, uh, just a quick question uh, to kind of clarify a little bit here. Does this apply to everybody or does this only to adults or what about minors? I mean, can a minor be fined in this situation? So this will apply to everyone, including minors. And of course, you know, the person responsible for minors here is their parent. So, but yes, it applies to the, the adults and minors. So if it's a, it's a family with children, potentially you could have a larger fine because every family member will be fined. Interesting. And so also, how would this even go about being reported? Like, how would the Italian government find out maybe that you're not even registered with them to begin with? That is an interesting question. And the law does clarify that any public administration, any Italian public administration can notify the Italian municipality, which is the one, the entity, by the way, that will issue the fine, uh, they can notify any Italian municipality that you're not registered with the IRS. So if you come in contact with the consulate of Italy, if you come in contact with the Italian revenue agency for whatever reason, and you're not registered with the IRS and they find out, they could potentially notify the municipality and they're allowed to do so. That's very interesting. So like, for example, if somebody is on a trip to Italy and they're thinking about maybe they want to buy a property and they have to go get the Codice Fiscale, the Italian tax code, would that be one of those situations where maybe a person could run into this, uh, this, this uh, inf information sharing? Yes. Fascinating. And so just another question, though. You mentioned that this has a bit of a range in how much of a fine this could end up being for even a single year. How would that even be determined, whether you get the minimum or the maximum or the reduced rate or the reduced so, rate on the maximum? I mean, this could all get pretty complicated. Sorry for interrupting your response. No, it's fine. So probably uh, in this case, the general law of Italy that establishes how to determine fines would apply, meaning that, you know, a fine in Italy in general, which is an, an administrative fine, uh, can be determined based on uh, the type of conduct that you uh, put in motion, the uh, personality of the person who uh, failed to register, the financial uh, situation of the person, and by conduct, I mean, potentially, if somebody has not registered for a brief period of time, they could face, you know, a lower fine in that range. But if somebody has not registered maybe for five or 10 or 20 years, they could probably face the maximum, especially if it's somebody who has a good financial situation. So there is, it's up to the public administration to decide which fine within the range, but they would probably consider all of these aspects together. That's really interesting. And so also another question, another important factor with a fine is that it would have to be paid. Who would this even be paid to and how could that be, payment even be made by someone living outside of Italy? At this time, no clear indication was made by the law, but it could be assumed that 
you know the way in which you pay is the way in which uh the system right now works for people who have to pay an Italian public administration, such as the Ministry of Interior, and that's now accomplished by wiring funds into the bank account. So I would assume that this will be clarified going forward, but probably most likely the way in which the municipality wants to be paid will be wired by wire transfer. Absolutely fascinating. And this is really such an interesting uh, a topic. I mean, for years, we've even talked about how it's like, well, it's, you're required to be uh, registered in the IRA, but if you're not registered, then nothing actually happens. But it's like, you're supposed to be and you could get in trouble, but you're not going to. But now, it seems as though that actually is within the realm of possibility and likelihood. So Marco, thank you so much for making yourself available for this episode and to help clarify the new situation. If anybody needs to get in contact with you and your team for help with this topic or any other topics related to getting Italian citizenship, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can contact us through our website italiancitizenshipassistance.com or give us a call or numbers on the website. Absolutely fantastic. And thank you for those of you who've tuned into this episode. And of course, if you're interested in more information about getting Italian citizenship or any other duties that you may have as an Italian citizen, be sure that you're subscribed to the YouTube channel as well as the audio only podcast. But of course, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, that means you're automatically subscribed to the Italian real estate podcast, another project that Marco and I collaborate on, where we talk about the ins and outs of Italian real estate from purchasing to renting, everything else in between, as well as where to live in Italy and what parts of the country may be worthwhile considering for you. And of course, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. Thank you so much again. I'm Rafael Di Furia. Stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you. <laughs>